Good morning, good morning, wake up, and good morning. It's a beautiful and wonderful day, and happy New Year's to everyone. I'm excited to have my highly esteemed guest. He's the president of the Flagler County Drug Court Foundation, and that is Michael Feldbauer. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Pastor Jay. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on board for this show. Well, I'm excited because you were on my to-do list to have you on the show to talk about what you're doing here in the community. So I want to thank you for what you have done and all the things you continue to do for the residents and the citizens here in Flagler. So let's talk about you a little bit. How long have you been in Flagler County? We moved here, bought the house in the end of 05, moved in in 06. So, so where are you from? We've been here for quite a while. Okay, so where are you from? Well, we moved down here from Rhode Island, which I'd been to for uh, 30 years prior to moving here, but I grew up in New York, a place called White Plains, which was 25 miles north of New York City. I'm familiar with County. White Plains. I'm a wine dance New York, Long Island <laughs> transplant. Okay, excellent. Well, I tell people we were on the good side of Long Island Sound. <laughs> I'm going to let that one slide. <laughs> well, um, let's talk about the Flagler County Drug Court Foundation. I don't know a lot about the foundation. A lot of people are still here living in Flagler County, doesn't realize the importance of what you do and how it came about. So how did you get involved with the drug court? Well, let me step back a little bit to see how, you know, into that area. You know, you know, Pastor Charles. And I was involved with Pastor Charles opening up Open Door Ministries, which was the first residential recovery location here in Flagler County, his first location for men. And I was involved with him in doing that, being an administrator. And our first clients came from the drug court program here in Flagler County. So I got involved with drug court at that time back then. And then at a certain point of time, because our program at Open Door was very e extensive, and so was the program at Drug Court, we kind of split. And pastors started taking people in from directly from the jail or from him vetting people that wanted to get into his program. And the Drug Court asked me to stay on on that side. So I got involved with the Drug Court itself back then because of that. Um, and then it, that eventually led me to being a member of the Drug Court Foundation, which was started in 2009 by a couple of drug court uh, team members and some local community members, realizing that people in the program needed some assistance in a variety of areas that the court couldn't provide. And they wanted to provide whatever they could, help people take the burden off their shoulders so they could concentrate on the recovery and becoming a good citizen again. So that's how it started with me. And it's just grown from there. And it, it has continued to grow, which is an important part of the community, especially those that are in recovery. Um, some don't realize unless you've had family members um, that are in recovery or you yourself have been um, had issues with recovery, People don't realize how important the drug court is and the second chances that it can give and the second chance that it go. But what kind of services do you provide through the foundation? Well, the foundation will provide a variety of services. Let's say a participant comes into the program, the drug court program, and they lack a high school diploma. 
we help them get their GED. We do that. We pay for the courses, and if they need some extensive extra stuff, we arrange that for them. Uh, little things like most of the people coming into the program don't have a lot of extra money. Their car breaks down. We help them with auto repairs. Um, they might need some special uh, training or some special uh, recovery work that's not available through the program. We will research and find that out for them. Um, we have a program that we provide once we provide a certain amount of loans to the participant as part of their life skill training. Let's say they need a little extra to pay car insurance and they've been doing well in the program. They've been showing that their efforts are there. We will loan them a small amount, give them six months to pay it back with no interest. And if they make their payments on time for four months and if maintain the same level that they maintained in drug court that they were, and we forgive the last two payments. So a variety of things. So we try to offer, we provide areas of job training. We actually look up and try to find some jobs for people. And before recently, when the, when the uh, rental market went crazy, we could help people find places to live. We still try to do that, but it's, it's obviously it's become more difficult. So a variety of everyday stuff that they don't have available to them. That's what our job is to step into. We're also our mentors for those who, who need the mentoring. We're not their sponsors as people understand the sponsorship in people in recovery. We're mentors. We become friends to the people in the program to help them out so they know what they have not seen in a lot of their cases, people that care about them. So we're there for that. We've expanded into community education because the community needs to know what's going on and everything had been very quiet before. Well, quiet doesn't bring success. You've got to make a little bit of noise. And we found a successful way of making a little bit of noise. We were the first nonprofit in Flagler County to get a grant to give Narcan away. And we got that back in 2019. Um, so we got involved with providing sources for people that maybe have overdosed to survive because our theory is if they're dead, they can't recover. So we want to make sure they have a chance to live. So we provide that. Uh, our team, and I have an excellent team of all 100% volunteers, um, worked for almost a year, a year plus. Now we have, we provide Narcan to all the schools in Flagler County. Our, our team worked with the school committee to develop the, the policy that they have, and now they have Narcan at every school. We're out doing education to church groups, business groups, so they understand. Listen, what I have to say is not always fun to hear because we're talking about something very serious. Okay. And in the last three years, not counting 23 mm -hmm. because the statistics are not out, We've been, Flagler County's been between the fifth and tenth highest overdose county based on population in the state. Are you serious? I'm serious. You can look online and go to the Department of, I think it's Department of Health or Children's Welfare. That's all the stats. Okay. And one of those mm -hmm. years, we were the highest overdose death county in the state based on population. Okay. Currently, in 21, 22, the majority of the states, not all of our state, we're seeing a reduction 
in overdoses. Flagler County was up by 40%. Okay, and it's also not where people in the county think it is. You know, people have a view of, of addiction of some Hollywood movie in back alleys of New York, Chicago, LA, wherever. And that's not, it's not that it's not there, but that's not where the concentration is. It's where the money is, mm -hmm. it's where the nice sunshine is shining. Most of our overdoses in the county are in Palm Coast. They're not in Vanel. They're not out in the Mondex. We have to wake up. And now, because of the fentanyl crisis, fentanyl is killing people that aren't in substance abuse. People are picking it up by accident, taking things right. that shouldn't have it in it. So we have mm -hmm. to be aware. And part, so part of what we're doing is going out is educating as many people as we can. To, to well, I want to commend you for um, getting Narcan in our schools because that is huge. And you talk about accidental overdose and with fentanyl coming over um, mm -hmm. and everyone's talking about the border crisis. How have, have you seen a huge rise in fentanyl overdoses and the use of fentanyl and, and things like that since you've been with the Drug Court Foundation? Oh, no, no question about it. It's one of our number one issues right now because they're putting fentanyl in all kinds of things. They're putting it in most drugs. So even if you're, you're, you're using a different, even marijuana. So they're putting it into everything. And if you don't know that it's there, you chance that you chance on dying. And let's face it, young people, teenagers, they experiment, not with the intention of being a druggie. Okay. That's mm -hmm. not the intention. Matter of fact, in the 12 years I've been doing this, I've never, never met a drug addict that intended to become one. So those are, those are things that happen, and we need to make aware of it. We need to teach our parents. Teach your kids. Don't accept anything from anybody, even a friend, because you don't know what it is. They've got fake pill machines that are making pills look right. like legitimate pills. It just, it's just, it's terrifying. I want to step back a little bit when we talk about the school in Narcan because one of the important things that we find with the Drug Court Foundation is the people that are part of our team. The, 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 the person that led that part of the program, working with the school committee on a regular basis, getting it in, getting it done, is a lady named Renee who lost a daughter to an overdose. Didn't know much about Narcan back when that happened and has now dedicated her life to try to help and make sure other people don't have to go through what they're going through. So there's a lot of good right. heart with our group. Okay, well, we've got to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about that with Flagler County Drug Court Foundation with Mike Philbarrow. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Today with Pastor Jay. NMLS number 228111, CHL NMLS number 15622. Hi, this is Steve Verrier, your proven local source for residential home financing needs. We can often say yes when others say no. So if you're having trouble, please let us take a look. You can find me online at thefloridamortgagecenter.com or call direct at 386-866-1112. 
We're proud to be a sponsor of Today with Pastor Jay. My name is Leslie Jiscom, and I am with the African American Entrepreneurs Association, and we are delighted to be a sponsor of Today with Pastor Jay. We have a free nationwide business directory listing. You can pick that up on aaeaassociation.org. Our 800 number is 1-800-671-1397. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Today with Pastor Jay. And my highly esteemed guest is the president of the Flagler County Drug Court Foundation, Mike Feldbauer. And I'm going to tell you, Mike, just thinking about some statistics and and realizing how we're losing children. And I guess the face of drug addiction or the face of overdose, I should say that the face of overdose and the face of recovery isn't what people think it was or what it used to be in the movies. It's almost like the face of homelessness, right? Um, yep. And when you see people overdosing, automatically people reset and go, oh, they were a drug addict. Oh, they were strung out for years. Oh, they're skinny and they haven't gained any weight and they were that way for a long time. That's not always the case. The face of um, people ODing isn't the same the way that it used to be. No, you're 100% correct. I mean, still some of that is there, okay? But now we've added this new dimension because of the fentanyl crisis. Fentanyl has now become a poison, okay? So we look at poisons a little differently than we look at a drug that causes addiction, though fentanyl is addictable, okay? It can be addiction. But when a child picks up something that looks like candy that they've made fentanyl, by accident and dies, okay? We're blessed we haven't had that here in Flagler County. We hope it never happens, but we wanna be prepared and we wanna educate our community into the fact that it's danger, it's danger. And with Narcan, I wanna tell people about the fact that we have a good Samaritan's law. So by administering Narcan, you're clear of anything if you, you don't have to know it's an overdose, if somebody's down and having a hard time breathing, they're going down, and you've got Narcan, use it. It can't hurt them. Okay? Well, that's Narcan, good to know. Narcan, Narcan so, is not... Let's talk a little bit about this good Samaritan law. So if you see someone um, that's passed out, knocked down, um, and you administer Narcan, it's not going to hurt them. You, no one's going to be liable and trying to save someone's life. That's correct. There's two factors of, of the Good Samaritans Act in Florida. One is that average citizen sees somebody, they administer it, there's no responsibility at that time, okay? You don't have to know it's an overdose, it just might look like it, use it anyway, can't hurt anybody. Uh, the worst negative side effect is that Narcan was developed in the 50s as an anti-constipation drug. So you can imagine what the worst negative after right. effect could be. Mm-hmm. But we need to know that we don't have to be the expert and know that that's an overdose or not an overdose. Use it. If it is an overdose, we stop putting the stigma on that somebody did that intentionally and let them die. Because I hear mm-hmm. that when we go to different events. Oh, they're nothing but drug addicts. Just let them die. No. It's somebody's child, it's somebody's mother, somebody's father, somebody's cousin, somebody's sister, brother. No, we don't want them to die. We want them to have that opportunity, that wake-up call if they are into substance abuse, to be in recovery. Mm -hmm. And they can't be in recovery if they're dead. 
So education, education, education. So let's talk about some of the education things you've done in the community. You've gone to different churches and yep. have showed them, um, have taught them how to use the Narcan, um, yep. and you've gone to different other events. So I know you're out in the community all the time. You're at First Fridays, always educating people. How has this affected and changed your life when you see the results of all the education and the outreach that you have done? Well, in the 12 years I've been doing it, and in the beginning, it was just a desire, basic desire to help people. Uh, It's become uh, a calling on my life now. As far as I'm concerned, it's a ministry. We don't deal with the Drug Court Foundation in that area, but it is a ministry to me to get people to where they can have a good, healthy life. Mm. So that's it. The, the other, the negative part of it is, is you also learn to be bipolar because you can see great successes in some people and then all of a sudden you get that phone call. Mm. Okay. So there's, there's a lot of ups and downs in it, but the key is that because of the desire that I have has been given to me in my heart, we don't give up. We keep moving on. So is there anybody out there? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Let's talk about some of the successes, right? Um, Some of the stories that kind of give you the hope that kind of give you the jolt to continue going on. Yeah. Well, when I meet somebody that we've dealt with several years ago and see how well they're doing, and there's several of them in our community, that's what gives me. We have a young lady that graduated the drug court program a few years ago, and uh, it, it was a hard road for her. She, she worked hard at it. Well, I think in 23 days, she's graduating with an RN. Wow. All right. Wow. To, she graduated the drug court program, went back to school. Now has gone and, got, and gone into nursing. She's got her getting her RN in 23 days. Those are the stories that keep you pumped up and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I see somebody that uh, was having a hard time getting a job at one point in time, so we helped them start a business, and all of a sudden you see their businesses thriving. Mm-hmm. So those are those are, and, and just seeing somebody that when you first met them or they first came into the drug court, it, you know there was no one seemed to have a lot of hope. Mm. and see how well they're doing now. Then you see the beyond set up. Their kids have been taken away from them and they've been reunited Mm. because they've Mm. been able to put the family back together. Well, I'm going to say this. Um, What you do is amazing. We've got to take another break. So I want to tell people, don't go anywhere. We're going to wrap up this show, but don't go anywhere. Don't touch the dial. You're listening to Today with Pastor Jeff. Hi, folks. My name is Manesh Bakshi. Are you somebody who is embarrassed, frustrated about what your debt situation is? Feeling like there is no light at the end of the tunnel for your money? I want to be the person to guide you so you don't have to think about money again. My number is 248-866-0063. Look forward to talking to you. 248-866-0063. Immediately following Today with Pastor Jay at 8.30 a.m., 
You'll go from hearing me on a talk show to hearing me in my church service. Join me, Gerilyn Ministries Reverse Church, by dialing in 904-701-7177. Listen, you don't have to get up to go to church now. You can just call in 904-701-7177. Dial in and listen to the Word of God today. I want to give a thank you and a shout out to Steve Barriere, the Florida Mortgage Center.com, and to Church on a Rock for sponsoring today with Pastor Jay. Truly, I could not do this without you. And again, I want to say Happy New Year to everyone. It's a new year, it's a new time, and a lot of people have new beginnings. And what are you going to do? Turning over a new leaf, New Year's resolutions. I don't usually make those, but um, Mike, how about you? Do you have any New Year's resolutions going into the new year? No, specifically, our, our resolution is to keep going in the direction we're going, see how many more lives we can say. If you don't mind, I'm going to take one real quick thing we've developed because raising funds as a nonprofit has become more difficult in Flagler County because there's so many great nonprofits out there doing great yeah. things. So we started a program called Club 100. So if you've got any of your listeners out there, particularly businesses, we're looking for 100 local businesses in Flagler County to donate $120. That would take care of the extra monies that we need in our budgeting for the year. And uh, it doesn't put a big debt in the pocket. So how can they get in touch with you to donate? You can get in touch with me at mfeldbauer, F-E-L-D-B-A-U-E-R, at gmail.com. My phone number is 401-864-6997. You can go to uh, you can go to our website, which is flagfcdcfoundation.com, and there's a donate you button. That one again. What was your yep. website again? Fcdcfoundation.com, and there's a donate button on there. And if you're donating and becoming a member of Club 100, just in the notes and you're in your, when you close out, just put Club 100. Club 100. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that Gerald Ministries is going to commit to being Club 100 for 2024. Mm-hmm. So Thank we you. can get 99 more people to follow me. Um, that would be awesome and great. Thank you so much for what you do. And before we close out, any last words? Well, I might be the face, but it's the whole group. That makes the difference. So I've got a lot of good people that work with us that have a heart to save people's lives. And that's what it's all about. Well, thank you so very much. New year, new attitude, new hope. We need Club 100. And I want to thank you all for joining me. You know what I say? Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow's not promised. What are you going to do today? You're going to support Mike Feldbauer and the Flagler County Drug Court Foundation. You're going to help save a life and become a member of Club 100. God bless you. Thank you so very much for what you do. And I'll be praying for you. Call me if you need me, okay? I'll do that. Thank you, Pastor. All right. God bless you. Thank you so very much.